Welcome to the podcast, episode 13, Attachment and Child Welfare. The podcast is a weekly series that brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. I'm your host, Matt Hollingshead. This podcast outlines the key concepts of attachment theory and highlights the importance and value of attachment as it relates to working with vulnerable children. What is attachment theory? Attachment theory is concerned with how a child's early relationships affect their development and capacity to form future relationships. While attachment is significant throughout the lifespan, the special bond that develops between a baby and their primary caregiver in the first year of life is usually seen as a template for future relationship experiences. Research has found that secure attachment in infancy tends to lead to good social and emotional outcomes in future life. It is generally held that having a caregiver who provides consistent, responsive care will help children to learn to recognize the nature of their own emotions and to regulate their own behavior and emotional states. Types of Attachment The type of attachment that an infant develops with a caregiver is largely determined by the caregiver's response to the infant when their attachment system is activated or when the infant's feelings of safety and security are threatened, such as when he or she is ill, physically hurt, or emotionally upset. From approximately six months, infants learn to anticipate caregivers' responses to their distress. They develop strategies for dealing with this distress when in the presence of the caregiver, based on their experience of daily interactions with their caregiver. Four types of infant caregiver attachment have been identified by the research. Secure attachment. Caregivers consistently respond to distress in sensitive ways, for example, by reassuring the child. The child knows that they can freely express negative emotion and will be comforted by the caregiver. The child seeks proximity to and maintains contact with the caregiver until he or she feels safe. The child will use the caregiver as a secure base from which to explore the world. Insecure avoidant attachment. The caregiver consistently responds to the child's distress in insensitive ways, for example, by ignoring the child or becoming angry. The child will develop an organized strategy for dealing with distress, that is, He or she may avoid the caregiver when they are distressed and minimize displays of negative emotion when the caregiver is around. Insecure resistant attachment. The caregiver responds to the child's distress in inconsistent, unpredictable, and or involving ways. For example, by expecting the child to worry about the caregiver's own needs or becoming overwhelmed. The child may display extreme negative emotion to get the attention of their inconsistently responsive caregiver. The child may be at an increased risk for developing social and emotional maladjustments. Insecure disorganized attachment. The child is likely to have been left emotionally overwhelmed and distressed for long periods of time. The child does not have a clear strategy for dealing with his or her distress. 
This form of attachment is generally thought to arise when a child experiences their caregiver as frightening, frightened, disassociated, or sexualized. Attachment type is dynamic and may change and adapt over time depending on the conditions. For example, a child or young person may move from having an insecure disorganized attachment to having a secure attachment over time, given consistent nurturing support and sensitive care. Why is attachment important? A child's attachment is primarily based on how they expect their caregiver to respond when they show distress. A child who experiences responsive and sensitive caregiving is able to develop social competencies, empathy, and emotional intelligence. They also learn how to relate to other people and understand what is expected from them. Additionally, when a caregiver is sensitive to a child's emotional needs and responds positively and consistently, this helps a child to develop a sense of being loved and being lovable. In this way, children learn that they will be able to rely on others for help in times of trouble later on in life. A child's confidence that a caregiver will be protective enables a child to explore the world and learn new skills. The caregiver acts as a secure base for exploration, play, and other social behaviors. The more secure that a child feels, the more energy and enthusiasm they have to be curious, to learn, and to try to make sense of the world. Resilience. Strong attachments between children and nurturing adults are one of the strongest foundations for positive future mental health and play a significant role in the development of resilience. Individual characteristics, supportive family relationships, positive connections with adults, and culture have all been identified as being involved in the development of resilience. As attachment has the potential to play a role in the development of all four of these areas, the importance of enhancing attachment experiences across a child or youth's life becomes critical to promoting positive mental health and resilience in young people. Why is attachment important in a child welfare context? Attachment theory is a useful framework for understanding how early adverse experiences can influence later emotional and behavioral development. This can increase our understanding of what children in care may bring to new caregiver-child relationships. For example, relationships with foster parents, kin carers, adoptive parents, and group home staff. It can help to look forward, thinking about how we can build on the past, modify expectations and strategies that are no longer helpful, and encourage the development of new positive relationships with children and young people. Attachment influences the different ways in which, from infancy, children learn to organize their behavior around the caregiving they receive and learn to adapt to the relationship environment in which they find themselves. The specific challenges that infants, children, and adolescents who are involved in the child welfare system may have faced can lead them to develop strategies for coping with traumatic and unpredictable conditions. Such strategies may be adaptive for the child in the short term. However, they often fail to serve them positively in subsequent relationships. Attachment theory can help us to understand why children who have had poor early experiences of relationships with others, or who may have experienced significant disruptions in care, may behave in challenging ways when they come to new care environments. A child may not be able to understand how their present caregiver can be available and nurturing when their previous experience tells them that caregivers are unresponsive and frightening. Children may have experienced numerous disruptions in attachment relationships as a result of several placement changes. These losses and lack of permanence may undermine a child's attempts to form secure attachment with a new primary caregiver. 
It is important to support caregivers to see that children need them, regardless of how much they might appear not to need them. A distressed child may resist a carer's efforts to comfort them physically or emotionally, while at the same time not wanting to be left alone. Children who have experienced relationship disruption and trauma will need nurturing care if they are to develop helpful coping strategies. Supporting caregivers to reinterpret a child's behavior and respond to underlying messages of behavior is an essential way that knowledge of attachment theory may be of use when working with children and families involved in the child welfare system. Caregivers' Personal Experience of Attachment When considering the impact and importance of attachment for children and youth in care, it is critical to explore the attachment experiences of their caregivers, be they foster, kin, birth, adoptive, or group home carers. Caregivers' individual experiences growing up can influence how they view relationships with the children they care for and how they react to and communicate with the children in their care. A child exhibiting challenging behavior may activate self-defense mechanisms in their caregiver. For example, a caregiver may experience high levels of anxiety or anger if their child displays rejecting behavior, interpreting such behavior as a personal attack. They may react to the child angrily or may retreat from the situation. This can affect a caregiver's capacity to provide sensitive parenting. Identifying potential issues can allow carers to better manage their own feelings of anger or sadness. Strengths and potential points of vulnerability can be identified and suitable interventions, education, and support strategies can be put in place for both caregiver and child to ensure that carers are supported to respond sensitively and appropriately to a child with specific attachment needs. Support for caregivers. Relationships between carers and children are a fundamental tool for creating healthy change and good outcomes for children and youth in care. It may be difficult for carers to develop and maintain a positive connection to a child who acts in a hostile manner. Additionally, caring for children with disorganized or extremely anxious attachments can provoke similar emotional upheavals in carers. Challenging and rejecting behaviors can bewilder, frustrate, and demoralize even the most committed and experienced caregiver. Looking at the child's behavior from an attachment perspective can help caregivers to find alternative explanations, make sense of difficult situations, have empathy with the child, and develop parenting strategies that can reduce a child's distress. It is important that the emotional energy used by adults caring for children in care is matched by an equal level of support from child welfare practitioners, managers, trainers, and external consultants. Such support should not be crisis-driven. Having space to regularly reflect and feel listened to in a non-judgmental way can promote sensitive, responsive care and alleviate strain. A regular, supportive relationship can also provide an effective source of help at moments of crisis. Support is recommended to be sensitive to the unique needs of families and mindful of the fact that many children placed in care will present extremely challenging behavior, but that every child will have a unique set of needs and strengths. Promoting caregiver self-care is also a critical aspect of supporting carers. Here are some strategies for carers that may be done at any time. Check how you feel emotionally, physically, and cognitively. Explore your feelings, identifying whether you feel upset, angry, powerless, or scared. Experiment with facial expressions, gestures, and tones of voice that feel most comfortable for you. Practice these with partners or friends, checking the feelings this generates in them and in you. Try these exercises when you feel relaxed and when you feel stressed.
to get a sense for how your reaction may vary depending on your circumstances. Consider your family circumstances. Are you caring for your children alone? Do you have other children who may also need your help during times of stress? If so, establish ways of getting some additional help if you or your other children need it. Remind yourself of your child's early history to gain insights into their disconnections and resultant perceptions, expectations, and behaviors. Be aware of potentially difficult situations and be prepared to deal with them. Having a well-rehearsed plan can sometimes be enough to reduce the likelihood of difficulties arising. Three key summary points. One, understanding attachment as a template for future relationship experiences can enhance our understanding of and our work with children and caregivers in the child welfare system. Two, attachment is dynamic and may change and adapt over time. With consistent, nurturing, and sensitive care, a child may move from having an insecure, disorganized attachment to having a secure attachment. Three, it is important to explore the personal attachment experiences of caregivers and to provide them with adequate support and resources in order to enhance caregiver capacity to provide sensitive parenting to children and young people. You've been listening to The Parkcast, Episode 13, Attachment and Child Welfare. The Parkcast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about this episode's topic, The Parkcast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.parkcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PartEIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P. Thanks for listening.